Nikita Koloff, the Russian nightmare, no, the devil's nightmare here from It's Time to Man Up, challenging men to step into their true manhood. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. Come, O come, Emmanuel, today on the Christian Car Guy. So <laughs> I just love to ponder. And, 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 and you, I also may be like you, and my bones are getting a little dry. I'm missing a little hope. So I'm really hoping, <laughs> I really am, that this show will help restore that for me. And I hope it will for you. Because O come, O come, Emmanuel is kind of where, where that hope comes from. And, I, I can't help but just see, I, I'd never listened to the Bread of Heaven song in this context before with what I'd been pondering this um, Advent season. Can you imagine what the Holy Spirit meant to Mary? I mean, to some extent, he was completely her partner in a way that I guess no one else ever has been. Um, and, 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 this song just speaks to what was, you know, in her heart as she was experiencing that part where she was actually pregnant with our Savior. So just amazing, amazing stuff. And the the beginning, Oh, Come, Come, Emmanuel, is the piano guy's version of that, which is just absolutely marvelous. It makes me just, I don't know, get chills. And then, of course, Amy Grant with Breath of Heaven. So we not only have all this pondering to do today, we actually have some car stuff. <laughs> um, I have an interview with Chevy. They have some ideas for a COVID, you know, road trip. What what you need to do? Some some new technology that's out there to help you if you're going to make one this holiday season. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be in the second segment, and um, a lot of helpful information there. So we got that. 
But I am just pondering today, and as you might note, I'm by myself. I'm just here in the studio, with, so I need you to ponder. Like, what has really just flipped your switch this Advent season that has really given you hope and, is, and, 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 and just brought this Christmas new for you? What, what is that that you've been pondering? I would love to hear it. I really would. <laughs> we all need it. And in order to do that, you got to call us at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. So my good friend Mike, my pondering this week started with my good friend Mike Zwick called me on Sunday and said, Robbie, would you um, consider the virgin birth and study that a little for me because we're going to do a show on it? And so... You may have heard me speak, actually, if you listen to the Truth Network, you've probably heard me speak a little bit about this already today. But I just, there's so many things that opened up to me the rest of the week, I didn't want to not share them because it's just absolutely amazing that, you know, here was Mary. And, and you may have heard me speak before that her name in Hebrew would be Miriam. And so connected to water in so many different ways because it was Miriam's well that that followed them in the desert. And so as we think about water and we think about the virgin birth, I don't know if you knew this, just some fun facts to know and love, <laughs> that the human body, as you may know, is a great deal water. In fact, a, a, an adult male is 65% water. But here's the really cool thing <laughs> that I discovered in my research. Did you know that a baby is 82% water? And, and its lungs, where it gets the breath of heaven, you know, they're almost 88% water, okay? And this, this starts to become significant as we look at some other things in today's shows. But when you think about it, blood itself is only 90%, is 90% water. So their lungs, little baby's lungs, just think how much water is just absolutely critical to what's going on. So... If you look at Isaiah 7, 14, you may be familiar with the prophecy. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, right? O come, O come, Emmanuel, which means God with us. But it actually, in a way, means water with us if you look at the lettering in Hebrew somewhat. And I'm like, oh, well, look at that, which kind of means the Messiah is with us. And so there's all sorts of things that point back to water. And there's a good reason for that, but the, before we go there, I want you to think about, a lot of people say, well, you know, virgin in the Bible could be a maid and blah, blah, blah. Well, what kind of sign would it be, by the way, if, if just a maid was pregnant? I mean, that's no kind of sign. <laughs> Here Isaiah is telling you there's going to be a sign. And when you look at that word sign in Hebrew, oh my goodness, can I just tell you, it looks like God the Father connected to a cross, okay? The the. The word sign in Hebrew is, a, is the letter Tav. It's the one at the end of the alphabet. It is a cross in the ancient script. And so he's going to give us a cross. <laughs> I mean, it was like, what? I mean, that's quite a sign. And behold, the virgin shall conceive. So uh, as I ponder this whole idea of the virgin birth, you can't miss or I can't miss the connection to Genesis, right? Because in the very beginning, you might remember the word was pretty chaotic, and it said that, right, the world was formless, and the Spirit of God hovered, right, over the waters. And you may have heard sermons on this, that that hovering is like brooding. Well, it's like 
what happened, if you start to begin to make this connection with me, that the Spirit of God hovered over the waters in Mary's womb. Okay? And, and those waters are actually very, very significant. But in, I, and in Genesis 1-9 is where we really begin to see the connection to the virgin birth. If you haven't seen it, I, I saw it already in Genesis 1-2. But in Genesis 1-9, there's this amazing word that is used when it says that God said, let the waters be gathered together. And that word gathered is kava in Hebrew. And so to give you a little more idea of where that word is used throughout the Bible, in Isaiah 40, 11, when it says, those who wait on the Lord will be, right, rise up on wings like eagles, that word wait is kava. So as you are waiting on the Lord, you're actually being gathered. And the idea of, of, of that word is it's a twisting. So if you can picture sort of a, a, a water spout, or, you know, you know, as the water is going down your drain, you, you, you get the idea of it's being gathered together. Well, the reason why this gathering together becomes significant, because when you look at the word hope, which is really where a lot of what the Christmas message is, it is takava. In other words, if I put that same cross that's at the end of the word sign, that tav, in front of kava, guess what you get? Hope. So when Rahab, the prostitute, threw the red cord out her window, which would end up saving her, and obviously she's in the genealogy of Christ, <laughs> that word takava is there as what she threw out the window which is, you've heard, you may have heard the red string of redemption. Well, that red, as we learned last week, I mean, last year when we talked about this word to kava, is, is a very significant, very significant color as you picture the blood of Christ, which again, you can't help but picture that, that the water is being gathered. <laughs> it's all, it all kind of comes together, but this red cord of redemption that runs through the Bible from the fact that you know, Perez and, her brother, and his brother got the one around their ankle, clear through to, you know, Leviticus, where they're cleansing things with this red cord. This red cord came from a very particular worm. And David referred to the worm, which I wrote a whole article on that at christiancarguy.com, and it's linked. But this worm, it dies on a tree and attaches itself to the tree. And when it does, it turns this crimson red. And this crimson red, the 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 babies of the worm eat the worm like we eat the body of Christ. And the babies are stained red and the tree is stained red. And the ancients would get this red to make the cord that Rahab threw out the window. And, and David wrote about that type of worm in the Psalms. Again, that's in my article there. We're going to do a lot more pondering. Of course, right now you're going to get to hear Chevy on road trips. So stay tuned. we got a whole lot more coming up. I need your stories. The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Well, as promised, in this segment, we have Michael Ofiera, Chevrolet Communications Manager, and a really, really timely information that Chevrolet is providing us today. You know, with many travelers opting to drive, not fly this holiday season due to the pandemic, right? In vehicle technology is allowing families to stay connected and safer on the road and we are so blessed to have michael with us and michael i love that you guys are using this technology to help and really customers all over get safe 
Absolutely, Bobby, and thanks for having me on the show. Uh, and yeah, we know it's a it's a big part of the year where families tend to uh, hit the road, and we've got some great data courtesy of our colleagues at OnStar that show um, you know nearly 90 billion with a B miles have been driven so far in 2020 in GM products, and we know that there's usually a peak uh, of travel during the holiday season. And on top of that, we've got a recent AAA survey that shows 80 percent of planned trips for the remainder of the year will be road trips. Yeah, so you guys really have some tips that that have for all travelers, right? But yeah, I mean, more than 8.7 million Chevys on the road today offer 4G LTE Wi-Fi. So great for families who, uh, you know, kids can use their smartphones and tablets, you know, laptops even. Uh, It's really great for anyone working remotely or even kids who are remote learning. You know, it can all be done on the road. So uh, we know it's it's unusual times, um, but but certainly uh, we offer products that can help. Yeah, that's awesome. And my son, if a shameless plug, my son is a sales manager at the at Terry Labonte Chevrolet in Greensboro, North Carolina. So, you know, I know he would agree wholeheartedly with you. And and that idea of being able to, you know, even catch up on your classroom stuff and whatever in the car is just really, you know, unbelievable. But with that Wi-Fi, you can sit there on your laptop and do that stuff. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And, and, um, you know, in addition to some of that in-car tech and the OnStar, uh, we have the Chevrolet Marketplace app, which is um, a pretty neat little feature uh, that you can access right on the touch screen on the dashboard. But, um, you know, it allows people to, in times like this, uh, social, social distance on the road, you can locate and even pay for food, um, you know, from the comfort of your vehicle. So instead of getting out and having to do all of the all of the pressing of buttons and, and hand sanitizing, you know, you can do all that from the vehicle. You can even go as far as to locate, you know, a gas station and, and pay for your fuel with the simple tap of the in-vehicle touchscreen. So uh, really a lot of attention to detail given, um, you know, on Chevy products, on GM products um, here that will help get through this, uh, this rough holiday season. So to take us kind of into this Marketplace app, you know, for our listeners, I wish they could see it, you know, right there on their <laughs> radio screen. But, but since we can't do that, I mean, is it a pretty interactive thing? Like, I I want to find a restaurant that serves chicken, you know, and then it takes you into actually connecting with them somehow? Yeah, basically. I mean, it's, it's an app on the screen. You know, picture it just like an app that you see on your phone, um, and you can access it through the vehicle's dashboard, the touch screen. And yeah, once you're in it, it's, it's very intuitive, very interactive. Um, you can search for different things that you want. Uh, and once you're in there, uh, you can, you know, select and, and contact those people and even pay with it over the app. So again, a very hands-free, uh, you know, hands-on approach to, uh, really? to technology. So yeah. could you like store your normal credit card information and stuff like that so that, man, you can just pay for your stuff right yeah. there and talk about contactless situation, right? Absolutely. That's the beautiful part is it, it, you know, you can store your credit card information on there. It all goes through that. Um, so again, it's, you're not, you know, when you get to a gas station, you're not getting out and lighting your card in and, you know, pressing buttons, you know, you can do that all from the driver's seat. Uh, and all you have to do is get out and, and handle the, the pump. So um, again, just trying to make sure that as anyone hits the road this holiday season, season excuse me, uh, definitely to plan ahead. Um, you know, make sure you're reviewing all of your 
your local uh, mandates as far as COVID-19 goes um, and prepare as, as necessary with certain supplies. So uh, we know people will be hitting the road. Um, we just want them to be safe and, and uh, enjoy it in their, in their ship. Well, I'm still, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still fascinated by this marketplace app. So this knows the gas stations somehow that would take this, you know, your credit card information without having to get out of the car and all that ahead of time. So you can, you can actually pull up and just take up the pump and it'll pump. Correct. Yeah. So marketplace has been around. We launched it back in 2017 um, as, as part of uh, part of our suite of in-car technology. Uh, so it's been around for a couple of years now, but yeah, it's, it's evolved into that kind of uh, hands-free service, so to speak. So, it's really intuitive. Once you get in there, you can explore all kinds of different things. Uh, you know, I guess I wish we were sitting in a car right now. We could we could go through it. But it's it's a very good experience, very user friendly, um, and yeah, it really thrives on the contactless uh, payment and ordering processes for certain things. So again, based on the things I saw that you were recommendation when it comes to like a hotel or motel, with this thing, man, it, you could actually pay for your room, right? And so you wouldn't even have to see the person. You could go right to your room. Theoretically, yeah. I mean, if we got to that point, I think that would be uh, completely uh, realistic, yeah. So, you know, you, this thing is just amazing. And the interesting thing is that, you know, and my son has it, um, obviously, on his cars. And, you know, my daughter bought her car from him, so obviously <laughs> she has it. Nobody's shared this with me so far, but I'm fascinated by, you know, how much safer this could could make traveling in these times. And, you know, I love – I really do. I mean, I'm, I'm – I'm thrilled that Chevrolet would take the time to think through this and get some of this information out. One of the things you guys talk about were these COVID-19 safety precautions. So prepare your vehicle in advance to avoid unnecessary and unscheduled stops. Check oil and fluid levels, tires and tire pressure, wiper blades, and remember items like jumper cables and a first aid kit. COVID-19 safety kits, right, which would include extra masks, hand sanitizer, disposable wipes, and gloves in your vehicle. Review current travel restrictions and routes before traveling. If your trip involves interstate travel, stay updated on COVID-19 travel restrictions and plan routes accordingly. Dining and sleeping on the road. It says to avoid indoor dining whenever possible. If you need to book a room for the night, search for a hotel, motel with direct room access, avoiding common areas. And, of course, if you or one of your loved ones are feeling sick or have come in close contact with someone who is COVID-19 positive, make sure to quarantine based on CDC guidelines. You know, I know our listeners would love to pray for your family, this, you know, and for Chevrolet. And, and, and what might you offer up for Chevrolet that we could be praying for you guys this season? I just think uh, overall, just everybody to have a safe and, and happy holiday season. Enjoy, enjoy your time with your immediate family. Oh, yes, thank you, Michael. God bless you. I appreciate so much Chevrolet reaching out on this. God bless. We'll be right back with so much more O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, today on the Christian Car Guy Show. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Shadows 
So we are rejoicing today on the Christian Car Guy Show. O come, O come, Emmanuel. And what are you pondering? You know, this Advent season, what is giving you hope? What is just flipping your switch and you're going, man, have you thought about this? <laughs> I just love stuff like that. So I am waiting for your calls. I'm here by myself and I'm just thinking somebody ought to call 866 348 7884-866-34-TRUTH. And for those of you listening to the Truth Network today at 1 o'clock, you got The the Cure with Amy and Boris Cabo. We're just a fun, fun show. It's live, too. You can call in there. They're going to be talking about PTSD, which a lot of people are experiencing as a result of COVID. From the movie uh, My Brother's Keeper with uh, T.C. Stalling is actually, and I've interviewed him before. He's absolutely outstanding. And so... I think you'll really enjoy that show, and there's a chance to actually call TC and uh, and talk to him. He is is really he that man loves Jesus, and it's really fun to talk to him. I can just tell you. So that's going to be coming on at one o'clock on the Truth Network. So another thing that I think is really that that God had point. I don't know how he does this, but he just points me to stuff, and then I'm like, oh my goodness, look at look 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 look. So. In Ezekiel 37 is the story of the dry bones. I'm sure you all have sung it. <laughs> those bones, those bones, those dry bones. Yeah. So what about these dry bones? Well, it it, it connects to the virgin birth in amazing ways, right? Because I'm still, I'm just pondering like Mary and her relationship with the Holy Spirit and, and what was actually going on here. So in Ezekiel 37, what? He's, you know, God is talking to Ezekiel, and he said to Ezekiel, prophesy unto the wind, <laughs> son of man, and say to the wind, the Lord God came forth from the four winds, O breath, breathe upon the slain that they may live. Okay? And so there's breath in the Bible, and then there's breath. And so there's a breath that has to do with your nose, and it has to do with air coming in. But when, when in Genesis... Two, when God breathed the breath into Adam, there's those two words again, and he breathed the breath of life. And that word is a spectacular looking word um, in Hebrew. And you can see clearly that life is a result of this particular breath that comes clearly from the Holy Spirit. I mean, if you, if you look inside the Word, you can see all these things that have to do with this particular breath. And then, right, here's the connection to hope that I think is so critical this season. In Ezekiel 37, this is 11. The other verse was Ezekiel 37, 9. Then he said to the Son of Man, these bones are a whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dry. <laughs> and our hope is lost. Well, I don't know about you, but, man, I've experienced a little of that in the last couple of days. <laughs> For we are cut off from our parts. So it, it, it's interesting as you read this whole story of how all this flesh comes on these bones, okay? Now, again, getting back to my water thing, because the reason that his bones are dry are because they got no water, just saying. Well, your flesh is full of water. The bones, your bones are the least amount of water. They're only 44% water. And that probably has a lot more to do with the marrow than it does to do with the hard part of your bones. And so these people that didn't have any hope, 
they didn't have any water. Okay? You know, they're missing out on Jesus. I mean, the reason for our hope. It's just an absolutely beautiful, beautiful thing. So now I know you're pondering, and I know you got something. Don't hold back. I need your calls. 866-348. There you go. <laughs> 866-34-TRUTH. So water in, in, is, is mine in the, in the Bible, and it actually is a mem and then a yud and then a closed M, which is that ma sound in, ma, in Messiah has everything to do with water. And if you look at that word in Hebrew, it, you see this water coming in a stream, sort of, and, and then you see a drip, and then you see water in a lake, and that, that you put those three you know, pictures together and you get the word for water. Well, if, you don't have to look very far in the Bible to see Jesus coming out of the water when he was baptized. <laughs> I mean, you know, when they crossed the, you know, into the, the Red Sea, what were they dealing with water? What, how would Noah's flood, what did it do? It was water. Again, you're going to see it time and time and time again. So as I'm continuing to ponder one day this week, and I'm just pondering, and I'm, I really am excited to hear your ponders. I know you're thinking about the Advent season and you're thinking about Jesus, but I was beginning to ponder. I was thinking like, Okay, so the Holy Spirit, when you look at it, as I do in Hebrew often, it's this letter, it's called the Shin, and, you, and you're going to find that letter in words like peace or shalom. That sh sound is, is, is shalom. Well, it has a lot to do with fire. A and so I was picturing the burning bush, and you might remember the burning bush, it didn't burn up. And, and so I was thinking, okay, God, how, how exactly does it work that this fire of God doesn't burn up stuff? <laughs> but it does, it does burn off the impurities, but, but, but somehow or another, you know, th this bush didn't burn up, right? So how exactly does that work? Well, for whatever reason, he sent me on a science mission this particular day. I don't often get to do this kind of thing, but sometimes I was looking at water. Well, now I'm looking at how do you get fire that things don't burn up? And what he kind of sent me to first was the sun. And I did not know that over 90% of the elements in the universe are hydrogen. Ah, well, not getting back to water. What is water? <laughs> Two parts hydrogen, one part oxygen. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Well, the sun is like this. The, the reason it doesn't burn up quickly and it, it's, it's, it's because it's this huge amount of heat of hydrogen that's, that's being compressed under its own weight, which causes actually nuclear fission inside as these essentially protons are beating up on each other as they're coming into such close contact that it creates enough warmth to heat the whole world, right? And you don't see it burning up, but it's just a ton of hydrogen. Well, I don't know if you've, you've ever thought, you know, I, I tend to think sometimes about car engines because, you know, they have fire in them, and, and some of the byproducts of that fire just happens to be water. Right, the reason that mufflers always rust out, if you've thought about that, is that when you have a fire, one of the byproducts of it is the hydrogen and the oxygen atoms combine to create water. 
So if you look inside the cells of your body, here you go. We're going to go a little deep. <laughs> so if you've ever thought about it, they, they kind of are on fire. They're burning glucose is what they actually do. And you know how they do that? They do it with the oxygen and the hydrogen that you breathe in when you take in a breath, the other breath, right? You're bringing in this oxygen and you're bringing in a lot of other stuff, including moisture. You're bringing in water. But everything that's in the air, you're bringing into your lungs and that goes into your bloodstream and that goes to every little cell of your body. And inside that little cell, the glucose literally burns, turns into energy. Okay, so you got this little baby fire and all, every single one of your cells just constantly going on all the time because just watch if you don't have oxygen coming in to the hydrogen that's in your body, guess what happens? It won't be long and you won't have any breath. And the sign of death for most people is when they stop what? Breathing because the fire goes out. But here's the really, really cool thing when you think about it. Do you know... I mean, it sounds weird, but I just got to tell you, do you know one of the reasons that you urinate is the by, one of the byproducts of your cells burning this glucose is it creates water. <laughs> and so that water has got to go somewhere. Your bloodstream clean, clean, cleans it out through your kidneys and off you go. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a fascinating thing. Dr. Dilmore. Right. I'm just I'm telling you, know, you. I was just looking at wow. this stuff and going. So the Holy Spirit, just think now, we're going back to Mary's womb, okay? And the relationship that Mary had with him is just unbelievable that here he breathed this breath, like God breathed the breath into Adam's lungs or every baby when they get slapped on the behind and it starts the little fires going. Or you're swimming in the water, right, if you're a baby. I mean, it's all just like, oh, my goodness. God has got a picture of all these things for us. What's your ponder? 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Come, O come, Emmanuel, today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And, and so to, to bring this thought, by the way, I'm very excited because I have two callers, so we're going to get to those guys just in a second. But I, I want to bring it back to hope in a big way, I hope for all of us, okay? Because you might be familiar with 2 Timothy 3.16. It says, all Scripture is God-breathed, okay? <laughs> so, and you know that Jesus is the Word, and the Word was God. So if you want to get the breath and the Word, like spend some time this Christmas studying something cool and let the breath of heaven, it brings life, just like it brought life into Adam. It certainly brought life into those Ezekiel bones, and it brought life into Mary, a life that changed the world, which had to be sinless. It had to be a virgin. Because Jesus couldn't have any spot or blemish. He didn't have Adam's blood so he could go to the cross 
and pay for my sin that I could have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, a relationship with Jesus, and be actually able to conceive any of this information. I need the breath of heaven. I I need Jesus. I, I need the word. So we have Dan is in Washington. I'm so excited. Dan, you are on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. What you got for us? Good morning. Um, you were talking about the uh, percentages of water in different parts. I've heard that the brain is not about 90% water. You're right. Um, okay. And uh, some people get headaches, and that's because of overheating. The blood going up through the neck, it's too hot in the brain hurts. <laughs> um, but the cure for that is to put cold presses right. on your neck to cool the blood and the headache goes away. Um, we had a motorhome trip uh, recently and um, one of the hoses, uh, cooling hoses got cut and the engine overheated oh, yeah. and shut down. Anyhow, uh, the solution is to, um, well, we had to get some new hoses on it, of course, but once it cooled down, then it, it would work again. And a lot of times with the, the headaches, uh, it could become migraines, and the people just kind of shut down and get into bed and lay there until they cool down. Wow, that is, that is so outstanding that, again... You know, undoubtedly, I'm thinking is if, if you began to take in some scripture and some Jesus, that it would cool your blood, right? Um, right. And, and relieve some of the tension that would be making that blood get hot. I mean, it's all that stuff, because you couldn't be more right. That it's, it's fascinating to me that, that your major organs that are mostly water are the brain and the heart and the lungs, right? Yes. And so you, you're, you're right on it, Dan. Thank you. Oh, that's something for me to ponder this week. I'm awesome. Very good. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. God bless, man. Good. And God you bless have... you and your ministry. Thank you. Bye-bye. And, and I should mention that, unfortunately, apparently, Old Red was doing so much for the kingdom that it came under attack. <laughs> and would you believe that this week somebody climbed under Old Red with, a, with the right tools and cut out its catalytic converter? I mean... Really, I have a police report, insurance. I mean, it's out there at Race Body Shop right now getting restored again. Yeah. But I went out and started Old Red, and it was sounded like a race car. Like, where's my muffler? You know, and I, I was my muffler was still attached, but they'd cut out the catalytic converter. So, you know. I wish I had taped you uh, phoning in the police report because I could hear it because where your cubicle is and where mine is. I go, oh, Robbie, I'm sorry. <laughs> So we do have Anne, my good friend Anne Alt, is in Hendersonville, and I'm excited to have her pondering this season. She's Anne. our alternator. Yeah. Oh, our alternator. I had never even thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's Anne the alternator. Yeah. <laughs> That's very cute, Beth Ann. Very cute. I love it. I like Dan's thing of cool down our brains, man. We need it in these days. <laughs> we really I do. I need to hear that. But I will, I'll go real fast because I know you have uh, more profound things to say, and I'm telling you I'm enjoying this so much today, Robbie. But, uh, uh, you know, the, the years and years ago, Mary, it, it, what really occurred to me was the born-again experience. 
Mary was overshadowed by the Holy Spirit, and at, but at first the baby didn't show that much. You know, she, you don't see just you don't see the baby. But then as it grew and grew within her, that process in her, you know, uh, you could see the baby. And I thought uh, years ago, I was thinking it's just like us with when when the Lord breathes on us and the Holy Spirit breathes on us. However, that all works. I mean, I, I was born again. <laughs> I gave my life to the Jesus at Child's Restaurant in New York City. Child's, God's symbolism is everywhere. <laughs> and my friend Roger uh, said, you know, I, I, he was, I was talking with him, an actor friend, and I said, Roger, he said, give your life to the Lord. And I said, I don't think I'm worthy, and I, or I, I can't handle that kind of commitment. And he said, you're not, and you can't, just do it. Very simple. <laughs> and so right there in Child's Restaurant with Roger and my friend Teresa, I just, quietly gave my life to the Lord, and that was when I was breathed on by the Holy Spirit. But then there's the process, the process of growing, you know, of the baby being seen in us, you know, and uh, I don't know, I just, I, I was just thinking that everything seems to be such a process, even cooling down our brains, you know, uh, it, it, but this whole thing of the water and and we are so fearfully and marvelously, wonderfully made, you know, by God, spirit, soul, and body, you know. And so you you try you tie all these things together so beautifully, you know. But it is a process, and even now, this has been one of the toughest years. I've had a move and a bunch of other stuff, and and I. But it forces you when life knocks you to your knees. You're in the best position to pray. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. I know you know that. So. I, I just, but I mean, all of it, uh, as I'm listening to it, you know, the red cord, Rahab, God has, he's, his symbolism is not only in the Bible, it's in our lives if we have eyes to see and ears to hear. Oh, I was thinking about it this week that, you know, a lot of people say there's over 300 prophecies of Jesus in the Bible. Yeah. I'm going to say that there's an infinite number of prophecies in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> because the more I study... <laughs> The more I'm like, how do you miss this? How how is this not obvious? You know, I mean, I I know that it's way, 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 way more than 300, and he keeps connecting the dots for us. Like, yes, it, you're you're building this picture of Jesus in your heart with dots, and then all of a sudden this connects and that connects, and like, oh my word, yeah, I, just like the baby growing in us. I mean, it, the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's oh yeah, I love that imagery. It completely yeah. is right. It, it yeah, completely right. is right that when I think about, and I was uh, actually writing a song I'm thinking about playing sometime around New Year's, that I had not a friend in this world. I was so lonely. Um, it's amazing how that baby's grown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank oh, you, my thank friend. You. you have Blessings, a great Robbie. week. We have... Right, this Advent season goes through so quick, but it's just so much fun to ponder these things and realize that this is where hope really is. This is the this is right. The baby's growing, as Ann just said, and the more we study, the more we can make those connections. So, I pray that you guys all have some really fun pondering this week, some of this stuff, and maybe you'll call in next week and share. In the meantime, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done without a catalytic converter. Oh, and it got it all done in 33 years. So thank you for listening. Thank you, Bethann. Thank you for my call. Or Dan, oh, that was so awesome about the hot. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. 
This is the Truth Network.